Can we do our podcast episode 34 featuring special guest Mario Ramirez, key account specialist at Grow Packer? Man, thank you for being here with me today. Hey, thank you, Joe. I appreciate you taking the time. Where, Mario, so where in the world are you located today? Where are you at in the cannabis industry? That's a great question. I mean, today specifically, I'm at my home in San Diego. Nice. Uh, about two hours ago, I was leaving uh, LA. I uh, just got done doing a little event for Post Malone last night. Uh, so Tonic is, is just kind of blowing up. So I'm all throughout Southern California. Uh, we're, we're, you know, somewhat of a small team, but everybody that's that's working with us are just a bunch of hustlers. So like that's yourself, super dope. you know what it's about. Nah, man. And I love that, too. And, you know, for us, the North American Weed Tour, it's all about showcasing cannabis culture in North America, California, Washington, Oregon, you know, all these other states going legal. Like I said, man, it's an honor to have you here representing SoCal and also uh, Grow Packer today. You guys are based out of Desert Hot Springs, correct? Correct. Grow Packer is a manufacturer and distributor of wholesale uh, cannabis products. And we have a couple of brands that uh, I participate. I personally have have uh, enjoyed. I'm actually smoking on some some Flower Factory right now, drinking on some tonic right now. I can't really think of a better way to enjoy my Sunday. And hey, it's a, a local legend, man. You know, I love no man. I, I love that, bro. And I appreciate the kind words, man. It's you know, for Grow Packer. I remember when I first discovered the, uh, and I have one right here. I have the one of the vitamin shots, right? The hundred milligram shots. I remember when I first discovered it, probably six to eight months ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, at Mother Nature's Remedy in uh, Woodland Hills. And I don't remember. I think it was like a, maybe a strawberry lemonade or a mango something. I don't remember mm. the flavors, but I remember, um, I remember the dosing, and I remember my body feeling like. There was this moment where I was like, damn, I'm getting I'm getting higher by, by the moment. You know, I drank the whole thing. I sipped it and I just felt like the more I drink, I really got higher. And in the beverage space, it's it's hard to feel like you're getting high. It's you know, like you're drinking. It's hard to feel like you get fucked up like a beer, alcohol, liquor. You get fucked up over time. Right. You stack. Yes. With beverages at the 10 milligrams, and the five milligrams, it's all it's harder because you fill up your gut, you go pee. And you just don't feel like you're high that like you're high anymore. Hundred percent. So I, I think the biggest thing that I'm stoked on with Tonic, and and you're alluding to it right now, is the the nanotechnology behind it. Right? Yes. That that's kind of a game changer because I personally know people who used to take 500 milligram edibles back in the day, and you know they're they're big believers in like edibles don't really hit me this and that. Man, I'm six two, 270 pounds. Like this thing hits me. You know what I mean? Like this thing knocks me down. <laughs> and so anybody that doesn't doesn't believe it, I, I encourage you to do a little more research uh, and understand the, the kind of technology behind it. The fact is that we've reduced the size of, you know, oil has been compressed into something around 20 nanometers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and that just makes it a lot easier to to absorb. It's a, a little bit under a tenth of the normal size of what the, the THC would, would normally be into the body. Um, it's through well, so hold on, so hold on. Before we get into the weeds, you're talking science. You're talking science and beverage I, science. You're using words like emulsification and nanotechnology. I gotta do that before. Let I me get you with a little remix. <laughs> we need to. I need to hit you with a little old school DJ J Storm remix here. We gotta. We gotta rewind. Woo! What is emulsification in terms of this beverage space? What is that? What does that even mean? Love that. So emulsification simply means that we made uh, THC, which is an oil. Typically, we made it water soluble so that you okay. can consume it via, via a beverage. Um, you, you basically, if you really want to look at it under a microscope, literally, uh, you, you've, you've pounded this uh, this oil into a sphere to create a, a higher amount of surface area which makes it easier to absorb by the, the brain and the blood barriers. So, so it's like, it's like pounding out meat. It just gets thinner and spreads out, exactly. thus making it easier to uh, emulsify or diffuse into the other liquids. Way to break it down, bro. Smaller <laughs> molecules, smaller molecules, right? That's it. That's it. And it's, it's just digested differently. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a, a heavy smoker, you know, I have a pretty high tolerance, but you know, the tonics hit differently. You know, the, the edibles that are, properly done. There's uh, there's some other edibles in the game that they're doing it as well. And people know that, you know, when you have one of those gummies, you know, it's a quality gummy, it's like, oh, snap, like that's, that's that kind of high that I enjoy, you know, so it's, it's awesome to be a part of a brand that's again, there you go, you know, Speaking of quality gummies, I'm don't mind if I do here real quick. Plug it, plug it's, it. it's the afternoon on a Sunday, I got a joint in my mouth, you're drinking. So I'm yeah. gonna, eat, I'm gonna eat my weed. <laughs> Give me one second, give me one second. Oh, there we go. 
So real quick, shout out to the sponsors today. Tonic here, Grow Packer, really wonderful. I'm going to be eating on Dulce. I've got a chili watermelon gummy, Fire. two milligrams, imported, all the ingredients imported from Mexico. Damn. So with you guys, you have the tonic right there. And I saw, and I obviously have this. One of my favorite things about beverages or edibles is the ingredients that you put into them. So, could you, you know, we we, we talked a little bit about the emulsification and what that does. Uh, cannabis oil uh, has to be turned into some kind of water soluble situation for it to be, you know, emulsified effectively in beverages. For your products, what kinds of ingredients have you guys chosen to use to really deliver a standard of quality that is surpassed of the most of the other beverage companies? It's a great question. I'm, I'm glad you're highlighting it because Tonic does place a big emphasis on wellness, you know, so we, okay. we pay a lot of attention to what that NFP is, is looking like on the back. And the fact is, I think one of the main things that I hear about Tonic, especially that product that you're holding the shot, is it's one ounce. So you taste the THC. And the fact is, we do that because we don't want to use a whole bunch of masker. You know, we don't want to use a whole bunch of sugars and stuff to kind of cover it up. What we'd rather include is things like the calcium, things like the potassium, things like the B6 and the B12 vitamins that provide you additional wellness benefits on top of the, you know, euphoric cannabis experience that we're all kind of pursuing as well. So let me ask this then. This item is more of a health and wellness beverage shot. It's better for you. Not to say that it isn't meant to get you high. I mean, it's got 100 milligrams of weed in it, but right. It's it actually provides other I'll call it adaptogenic value, right? Uh, for your body, other essential health and wellness things. Now, most products in the space right now are going edible routes, right? Like mm -hmm. chewables, we'll call them chewables, mm -hmm. and they put in lion's mane, mm -hmm. ashwagandha, these other ingredients, these other adaptogenic herbs and other things. For, sure. for you guys, you're putting in vitamins and minerals, things Absolutely. that your body is deficient of usually. Absolutely, you know it, it, it's. It's one of the things that I'm most excited about. It's, it kind of gets to the root of how Tonic started. Um, our CEO's dad actually had a, an episode with cancer. And so they wanted to kind of, you know, uh, approach some of the cannabis benefits without the necessary, uh, you know, exposure of ingesting it through your lungs. And so, you know, he actually was holding a pre-roll tube, much like the one you're holding right now. And, you know, was like, man, if only there was a way to make this like a shot instead of a instead of a pre-roll, you know. And that's literally like, that's how that came to be right there. You know, so um, you're, you're pointing out the wellness benefits and Tonic's original version is a vitamin shot, which is what you're holding. And it is it is an emphasis on those vitamins in order to kind of cater to the smoker demographic a little better. What we did do is take that shot and take it into two different SKUs. For us, it's a little more palatable to call it kind of a sativa indica relationship where we use CBN for the sleep version and then natural energy um, from, from natural caffeine from matcha. Uh, for the for the uh, energy version as well. So yeah. it's it's kind of, you know, a little bit more more familiar for that sativa indica relationship. And uh, from there, it's just kind of like, OK, there, there's there's definitely something here. And, you know, pretty soon it was lemonades. Pretty soon it was green teas and black teas. Pretty soon it was a seltzer and it's a juice and it's terpene infused and then it's a breath spray and now it's a tincture. And so we're, we're on the up and up, bro. <laughs> so so on, and forgive me for being ignorant of of all the different items that you use. And because that list you, that list you just the list you just named may or may not be the full list, but would you mind walking us through the full offering of the, just start with, with the beverages that you guys have? Not every skew, not every milligram dose necessarily, sure. but just, you know, walk us through what you guys are known for creating. And um, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're asking because I, it's us. We took it to a whole different level two weeks ago when we got, we got these printed. You know, we're finally like at the point where we're like, yeah, dude, we, we, we need something to kind of advertise the tonic family and leave it in shops and be like, damn, these guys, they're not just a shot. You know, they're not just a lemonade. These guys really, you know, so it starts off with, with our story that I kind of just gave you a little overview about. And yeah. uh, we'll go down kind of, you know, these are the 10 milligram seltzers that I was telling you about. Zero calories, zero sugar, tastes amazing, feels like a white claw in your hand. Uh, shout out, white claw. <laughs> these are going to be something I'm really excited about. They are terpene infused. Um, so it's a little bit more of a smoker's beverage. I've tried a few of them myself. Um, one thing that I think it is important to point out is they're botanical terpenes. Um, so it's kind of just it's for the flavoring as well. Uh, and we kind of go down from there, man. You got never ending list of lemonades. You got green teas and black teas. You got the 100 million frescoes that I'm sipping on right here. Mandarin yeah. is my favorite flavor. Um, these are kind of Latin inspired. So we got a Jamaica one uh, that's going to be in the works there. 
Um, and then you got the vitamin shots. The sleep whoa, whoa, shots. Whoa, we're not going to skip over that. That was a respect my region exclusive opportunity right there. Oh, the <laughs> that's my DJ noise right here. RMR exclusive. <laughs> what was the beverage that's coming soon? Breaking the news. The Terps, the Terps, man. This is going to, this is, I mean, how much do you hear that word in the industry nowadays? You know, Terps. Man. Those, so those are botanical turfs or those are cannabis drop turfs? They are going to be botanical turfs. And I had to go and do my research because this is kind of us like experimenting with this sector. To be honest, Tonic has been a, uh, aside from being a very unique product, we've made it a very affordable product. So experimenting this with, with botanical turfs is one of the ways that we've allowed ourselves to kind of make sure that we keep that 100 milligram cost affordable and, and standard for shops. But I can very easily see this turning into a true, true uh, cannabis terpene infused beverage. Because it's just, like I said, man, the momentum that Tonic's got right now, um, I think there's a, there's a huge level of excitement, especially because of that, because there are so many people that are trying to kind of find that uh, that interface between smoking and beverages, you know, to kind of see where, where they can align. Oftentimes, so. people in cannabis look at product creation and product development from a cannabis perspective, and then they realize, man, I can't think like that. I got to think like a regular, you know, like I'm in the regular world when I'm making products, because one day right. this is going to be federally legal, right? And then they do that 100%. And then right. they miss on the, so they, they, the cannabis misses on the regular world and the regular world misses on the cannabis, right? Always. For you guys, you guys are clearly creating a, a portfolio of products that has the depth to cover both, the bandwidth to serve more types of people. I, in my, in my, uh, in my, ter I call it a terp fridge, you know, you, I got a little, you know, I got my little bedroom refrigerator, you know, for my, for my cannabis products and my seeds, you feel me? I have your guys' jalapeno lemonade. Um, I have, uh, I think over here, there's like a ginger lemonade one or mm -hmm. version of something like that. Then there's some spicier, some other kind of spicy ones. I'm not sure. Now, for you, could you walk us through some of the more, I'll say, uh, standard flavors that, you know, the regular world likes to see? You know, the Truly customer, the, uh, the, the I forget, I don't drink. So the other brand that you mentioned, the original seltzer one. Thank yeah. you. I, I always forget about that. No, you're good. No uh, laws when you're on the claws, right? <laughs> so it's like. Hey, they kill it in the branding game, you know? Exactly. So for you guys, what are some of the flavors for you guys that serves these different kinds of customers? For me, I mean, we said this at the beginning, right? I'm half Mexican. In Washington, there is no products for the most part out there for any kind of Hispanic culture, Latino culture, none of it. It doesn't matter what you relate to. They just don't really serve people like that right. out there in the Seattle market. So now my question is, is for you guys, you guys have clearly developed a bunch of products. What are some of the ones that you feel were made for for these people, for those people, for, for over here, for over there? You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, I, I feel like, man, our Cannabis Cup winner, the, the Kiwi Strawberry Shot, I mean, kiwi strawberry is a flavor that I don't think I've ever heard anyone say I don't like kiwi strawberry. You know, it may not be their favorite, but it's one of those like kiwi strawberry is kind of like universal where they, they put it in, in candy gum, you know, just about anything. You know who put you know who put that flavor on? Who? Capri Sun. <laughs> yes. Come on. Everybody has had yeah, like you just said it yourself. It may right. not have been your favorite. Nobody right. ever said strawberry right. kiwi was your favorite Capri Sun. You're not but wrong. you drank that motherfucker. <laughs> we drank them, bitches. <laughs> uh, Halftime at the soccer game, you're gonna take whatever you get. You feel me? So so yeah. strawberry, so the kiwi strawberries just won the cannabis cup. That's dope. Right. So that's super popular. That's a mainstream yeah. flavor for sure. Uh, to this day, there is actually some dispute over whether strawberry lemonade or watermelon lemonade <coughs> won WeedCon because we were under the impression that we sent strawberry. Uh, it was reported that watermelon won. So those are, ironically, the two most popular flavors of the lemonades. They're both fire. Uh, you just pointed out the jalapeno one. I love mixing the jalapeno one up with some other kind mm. of cocktails, mocktails. Uh, it, it gives it an amazing kick. The cucumber lemonade, incredibly refreshing. So I'm glad, you know, that, that there is so many flavors. Yeah. But uh, there, there's definitely those that kind of tailor to the, the specific markets. For the shots, for example, I think some people look at pomegranate and they just associate it with sleep. I don't know if it's the purple. I don't know if it's, you know, just that mm -hmm. like tone. But pomegranate is that indica type of flavor, you know. They look at a, a mango guava. And for some reason, that's more that's more citrusy. That's more kind of light. That's more uh, or the tropical one. You know, that, that gives them more of a sativa type, even though they're all basically hybrid distillate that <laughs> those flavors kind of cater more to that experience. So one of the yeah. main things that I'm really proud that Tonic's done is 
they've provided a, a menu where it's really about the experience, guiding you to the experience that you want. It's not so much like, hey, buy this product because we think it's it's popping. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, yeah that's 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 a new level of it. And I'm excited about that. So so for that's so interesting that they would think the pomegranate acai would be more of a when it's you're buying bulk distillate. It's quality, I'm sure. Because you can't have bad distillate, otherwise you're going to get. If you have inconsistent distillate in beverage products, you taste the cannabinoids, you 100%. taste the terpenes, yep. which which creates inconsistencies across your flavor profiles that oh, you yeah. create. So you have to have a, a stable disty. It has to be quality. Now, for you guys, this might. Let me ask this: Most beverages, obviously, and the edibles, they always say 100% milligrams. How accurate is your dosing? Oh man, I got I got a shout out. DJ Espinoza, he, he's the he's the chef in the kitchen when it comes to that. And uh, you know how you got percentiles. And usually if you're if you're a 92 percentile or you're the 95th percentile, uh, you're doing all right. DJ shoots for the hundreds and nine times out of 10, he's in the 99th percentile. So wow. um, I love I love you're saying, so you're saying that he's always between one percent one way or the other 101 so like i've seen edibles with 101 milligrams in a yeah. bag before and i've seen edibles with 88 milligrams in a bag before with right. a sticker that says 100 on it those brands those brands fail obviously i'm a patient <laughs> i'm a patient and you're gonna nah, sell that shit on the market that kind of quality control get out of here so i mean I, I would put those coas up next to my diplomas because you're talking about 99.99 type uh type of say less man let's go shout out to tonic for that that's that is what we like to hear numbers Absolutely. and consistency like that thank you Absolutely. thank you thank you man shout out to your shout, dj espinoza dj espinoza man the chef man we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get chef espinoza in here man beverage so so earlier we spoke a little bit about uh the product uses the nano emulsification Mm -hmm. Um, we, we also dove in a little bit about what that is and you gave a great metaphor that I had never heard before, which was kind of just smashing things down to spread it out, to, to, to not have it be so concentrated. And I would say noticeable, right? I gave yeah. the, the version of hitting the meat, right? Right. The meat, the meat thing works because you are spreading it. Um, but you're basically, you're, you're condensing it, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're basically just reducing the size of it. So it moves through any sort of barrier easier, you know? So, yeah, yeah, no, it, it's it's incredible. And when I've actually looked at the diagrams, and I was like, wow, it went from this size of a molecule to this size of a molecule. No, that that's that's impressive, you know. And it makes that's sense crazy. why these edibles hit as as hard and as consistency, and why the come down isn't like you're not sitting there like groggy as hell afterwards. You know, it's like, all right, I'm not high anymore, and you know, you're 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 back to be chilling. You know, so it's it's. Like, and, it's and I think part of that too. Um, and let's be real. There hasn't, and I spoke with someone the other day about this. I think it maybe actually was my podcast last night. Shout out to Jordan Flurry. I believe he said something to the effect of there hasn't been enough testing on the impacts of cannabis on the body, the brain, or specific things. So to me, if everything's based on anecdotal evidence, aka your reviews or personal feedback, then I'm of the mindset that when I'm smoking, there is an impact. There is positive impacts and there's negative impacts. When I drink weed, there's different results. When I eat weed, there's different results. The intake method, the kidney stuff, the liver stuff, all of that plays into these things. Mm -hmm. But all the no matter what, every time I smoke decently good weed, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's got to be decent for it to affect real people like us that smoke mm -hmm. every day. Um, I always notice that I was a little bit of an up, and then I notice there is a down, and I feel like is tired. I, I, I got a, I went through something and part of that comes with me being tired after the fact. Sure. And so with you and your products here, one thing that's very attractive to me is that unlike, so you drink water, there's the act of drinking. There's literally a positive and a negative to that, right? Mm -hmm. There's a, there's the Gatorade. The reason why it was the best for athletes is it had extra stuff in it. So mm -hmm. that way when your body's depleting things, you're deplete less, right? Right. If my body is depleting things when I'm consuming cannabis and there are vitamins and minerals in here, this is actually better for me. Dude, I, I love the way at you're a scientific it level. Absolutely. I, I love the way you're putting it into context because you're, you're connecting the dots for people. You know what I mean? Um, like, and I, I think that's, that's so important. powerful here. Uh, and, and what I appreciate about what you're saying is it is completely anecdotal. There isn't enough research. The fact is, uh, I've I've stopped telling people, hey, 100 milligrams is a lot. You know what I mean? Because then you get those people that are like, man, I do 300 milligrams on the regular, you know? 
I yeah. stopped telling people that our 10 milligram seltzers are manageable dose because they're like, dude, I'm a five milligram person. Like I can't do more than six. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it really 100% is let me get to know you. Let me make sure that I don't fuck you up and put you put something in your body that you're going to sit there and be like, God damn, what is this? Because there have been those people. There have been those people that pick up that shot you're holding and misread it and think it's 10 milligrams and they pop that sucker. And <laughs> I got I got all the weed in the world. I can smoke flour and dab with the best of them. I don't oh. take big globs, though. It makes me sick. For sure. But, but I'm afraid of 100 milligram products. I'm not afraid of them because of the product. I'm afraid of them because of the impact that my, the result that my body has. Oh, for sure. Not because of the product. I'm not. A, I'm not afraid of guns. I'm afraid right. of what they can do in the wrong hand when they're not Absolutely. used right. For right. me, this this in my body does more than what I want weed to do. But only when I drink 100 milligrams. Only oh. when I drink or like typically 20 milligrams of anything puts me to sleep. If I'm really? already tired, yeah. five milligrams will get my body high and I can go to sleep. Damn. But that's, but that's the thing for you guys. You have the doses here on the side. Mm -hmm. There's lined doses. Everybody mm -hmm. it's, it's in 10 milligram increments. It's very, it's very, it's a little small. And I only say that because uh, recently I've noticed that my glasses aren't, I think my prescription's off, so I'm squinting at things. But then my mom was here last week and she was squinting at a, at a lot of cannabis packaging. So my my next my next ask of the whole cannabis industry is I just need things a little bigger. We're not being as inclusive enough for all the different people. And so um I love again, I love I love everything about this product. And I'm going to shut up and I'm just going to drink some of it now. So just a heads up. The lid is a serving size. So if you want to use the oh, lid. Oh, so I can milligrams. actually dose it. So. Yes, sir. Okay. So here you go, y'all. Let's watch this. Watch, watch this. So you guys can see. All right. Here we just God, if I spill this on my computer, here we go. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys can see That's it. Really sticky. Oh. Beautiful. Perfect. Pour. All right. All right. It's a little milky white. It looks, you know what it looks like? It looks like one of those high chews, the purple one. It's not exactly purple. I remember which, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the little square ones. Oh, wow. You're not lying. That tastes like weed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it also I tell people. It uh, I know you're not a drinker. Like pomegranate, though. Say that one more time. There's a very, very uh, uh, tart pomegranate to it. I really enjoy that. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I always tell people the shot. I mean, it, it, you, I know you're not a drinker, but it's the difference between having a shot of tequila or having a margarita. You know, if you if you take that shot of tequila, you're going to feel a little bit more of a burn than if you're sipping on a, on a you know, tonic lemonade. And yeah. you're not going to taste as much of the THC. So, yeah, I mean, you know, not, only it's not only is it concentrated, but it's it's nano emulsified. It is designed to hit us faster. Uh, and then you did go with the flavor profiles you went with to not necessarily mask that, that tartness or that, that, that cannabis. But I feel like you guys did it to really, uh, I would say, create a, a full a fuller flavor profile for the whole product as a whole. Absolutely. Uh, the pomegranate is the tartness, but the acai is initially what you get, I feel. Right. Like. Right. Yeah. The, 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 I feel like there is a, a THC, especially if you slam the whole thing. I mean, you'll feel it on your tongue for a couple minutes, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I can't do that. <laughs> so this this right here immediately um because i haven't had breakfast yet today oh, so exactly. it's gonna it's gonna be a good example of, of at least of that effect i'm like um and then i'm gonna save the rest of it for an actual youtube video for you guys but sure, the man. i like to do the edibles and the beverages i like to drink them twice give you guys a good idea of what, what what's really going on easy to talk about the flavor and the taste of the stuff i yeah. like products that taste like weed what you just said about the the little cocktail versus like a tequila shot. I feel like I took a shot, not exactly. like I'm, not like I'm drinking, uh, sipping on a beverage that doesn't taste like alcohol. At all. Exactly. Um, even at just the one 10 milligram dose, and I want to see if is that cap. I might have done. I might have done more. I might have done. Yeah, I think I did more than the. Uh, it looks like I did about 20 milligrams, but during the really? daytime, yeah, during the daytime, it won't be too, uh, too bad. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the line is below 80 now. When, when you opened it, it was already at hundred. It was all the way at, at a, cause one of the things that I have noticed with some, uh, is sometimes you'll get it right below that, that hundred line. Mm. Um, those are usually checked out on, on QC, but you'll, you'll get the occasional one where you might hard, see it. Also hard to say too, it might, 
maybe this particular one was already opened. Um, looks like it was already like, you know, leaky or something. But really, uh, I gave three of the. I gave three of these. I got them. Uh, where do I get these? At? I got these at the Blacklist event the other day. No, yeah. Hall, okay. Hall of Flowers. I got oh, them, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them at Hall of Flowers, and uh, I gave away three to to the the homegirls that that mm -hmm. love they. Oh my gosh! No, they seen it. I uh, I did. I did get them at the Blacklist event. They saw my video on Instagram, and they okay. love, they, they love your guys' brand. They were like they didn't mention any other company. They're like, oh, Tonic was there. We love Tonic. And I was yeah. like, I was like, I was like, damn! I never heard nobody be so hyped about this. Shit, yeah. You know this. You know these shots before. My only connection was Mother Nature's Remedy, small dispensary. You know, mm -hmm. shout out to Wayne though. Shout out to oh, Dave. Shout out Wayne, bro. Um, but still smaller nonetheless. So it's not like, yeah. I, you know, it's not like everybody's coming in beverages, beverages, right. beverages, right? Or let alone any one company. But right. they were freaking hyped. So I gave them the three of them. I got the video yesterday of them cheersing and downing them. And I was like, damn, people really do drink 100 milligrams like it's nothing. And then just go. And then they smoke on top of that and they dab on top of that. And that is incredible to me. <laughs> I was with a, a girl last night who took three shots within a half hour. And she told me three she whole hundred mils, 300 milligrams in a half hour. And she told me she woke up today with all of her clothes on backwards. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of endorsement that is, but uh, <laughs> you try it at home. You know what I mean? Hey, there's a person just like me laughing and loving that. There's a, there's a lot of other people that are like, damn, that weed can make me potentially live a life like that. <laughs> Bet. Run it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's super cool. All right. So I got a couple more questions here. Shout out to Mitch for helping me curate the questions. Normally I freestyle every part of these interviews, but I got to do it more direction to help all the brands get more out of these conversations. Otherwise I get too in the weeds because we're smoking over here. So, all right. So you mentioned earlier that you guys won a high times award, correct? Correct. You shed some light on uh, the award and what you guys won, what product it was. And, um, you know, what your guys' kind of plans are for participating in more of these cups or, you know, the yes. weed songs of the world and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, uh, that was a big honor for us, you know, because when we saw like the lineup of the finalists, uh, we were just honored to be amongst them, you know, and we thought it was really cool for us to, in our first year have, have our product up there. Um, and, and winning it and watching that Facebook live video is the 2020 People's Choice for Best Beverage. Um, you know, watching watching Big John uh, announce that video on Facebook Live. Uh, I mean, we were just ecstatic. You know, we all we all were kind of like separate because we didn't really think we were going to win, to be honest with you. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all hit each other up and got together and, you know, started started uh, celebrating a bit. Because it, I mean, let's, let's be honest, traditionally. Right. Not to say that high times is a part of it, but I'm not going to throw anybody particular under the bus. But I think it's well known in the in the cup space that people believe those are bought and paid for. And so it's when they're not and you don't expect it, it's because of that. It's usually those big companies with their big ass budgets and money. They do a lot to build relationships with people like Respect My Region, WeedCon, High Times and all, you know, all the different groups out there. And when it comes down to it, you're like, ah, man, they're both really good. Right. And it's always super dope when, you know, not to say the little guy, like to son you guys, but when the uh, little guy – when the little guy finally wins, it's like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, hell yeah. That's what it is, man, for sure. That, that's exactly how we felt. Uh, you know, it's, it's something that we celebrated, but we we were kind of like, all right, like you just said, well, what's next? You know, and, and we caught him was up with it within a couple of months and we went out there with a pretty deep squad. And we just put that was right right around the time we launched our 10 milligram seltzer. So yeah, we yep. that through the entire event. And uh, yeah, fortunate enough to come home with, with something from there. Um, I believe there's there's something what going on. What product was it? What flavor? The uh, that's the one I'm telling you. It's strawberry watermelon. Okay, I recall oh, it being for high times for the high times one. No, for uh, for high times was kiwi strawberry. That was okay, the, the kiwi shot. Strawberry. Yeah, okay. and we on one the, the lemonade one. The lemonade. So you guys, you're telling me that right now we got you got two award winning products for two different business centric uh, uh, cups or competitions. Very cool. Respect. Catch off. There we go. I wish I had. I need to get some DJ buttons over here. So I can do some cool sounds. I, I, I thought you were going to be right here. I was gonna have oh, man. That That's so funny. Yeah, that would be that would be fire. Um, that's actually where Mitch and I both started as, as DJs in the music. Really? Yeah. Um, so the, the next question that I have is, obviously, you guys won. But in, in, in terms of the beverage space as a whole, let's start with the, sh the shots space as a whole. Mm -hmm. uh, 
everybody, not to say everybody, most people are like, yeah, you know, we believe we're the best. We're striving to be the best. And then you win the award and that kind of affirmates the positioning you're working towards. In terms of the rest of the space, who else do you really feel is producing some quality work along with your guys' shots? No, I mean, and, and to be honest with you, man, uh, I'm glad we won. And I, I don't really feel like, I mean, I feel, it's great to, it's great to win. It's great to take the trophy, but I, I don't feel like we're the, we're the type of group to get comfortable or to feel like we won anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For us, we go out there and we try to win it every single day. And yeah. even when we don't win, uh, what are we learning? What are we going to do now to go come back and bring back to you? Uh, it's been great, but it really, even if we hadn't won, I don't think it's changed much. There, there are players out there who are doing great things. Uh, shout out Uncle Arnie's, for example. Uncle Arnie's is a, you know, they got the tea in the game. Um, super awesome beverage, delicious. Uh, my money, my understanding is it was so popular that they couldn't keep up with the demand. They could, their manufacturing needs couldn't keep up with the demand. So, Surprise, they came over to Tonic where, you know, you got this this beverage portfolio being manufactured and they, they, uh, now they're being manufactured under our roof, you know. So oh, wow. Warnies uh, coming out of the same grow packer roof as us. So. So, uh, so that's very interesting. We haven't touched on the fact that you guys are a brand. You guys make products for yourselves, but that you start you start at the manufacturer level. You start at the creation of product IP level, and then you also are able to do what I'll call toll manufacturing for other people. Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Co-packing, co-manufacturing, and co-distributing. Co-packing is the word, yep. right? Yep. Toe nah, you're good, bro. We're, uh, we're no, pretty... I don't come from I don't come from that, and I don't hey, even. Bro, come that's from why I'm here. That's why I'm here. No, again, shout out Grow Packer. Tonic's done incredible things, and Tonic's the thing that that's you know on everybody's mind. Tonic trademark drink week every day, drink weed every day. So, you know, I, I get the hype, but I mean, shout out Growpack. <laughs> you know, uh, Stephen Boyd, our CEO, he, he put together this, this team of, uh, of superheroes, man. And like I said, it's just a bunch of hustlers who get together every week and, and work relentlessly. And, uh, and, you know, it's been, it's been a fun project and it's fun starting to get that respect from other people. You know, you got bigger brands like Corova, Wonder Bread, Candescent. I mean, they've brought some manufacturing stuff over. So it's, it's not so much the little guy anymore. Yeah, uh, but we're just gonna keep our heads down, stay quiet, well, and keep working. Product and product, brand by brand, the ones that you would choose, you know, the individual like tonics of the world. Those are yeah. still oh, growing brands. Our our little our little guys for sure. But what it's just so cool to be the little guy and bumping elbows with these bigger guys, you know. So it's like, all right, well, I mean, it's, it's hey, all man. Family, that's know? the quality. That's the quality speaking for itself. Was one that attracts other people for specific things when they come ready to work, right? For sure. And uh, that's that's a lot of I think that gives a lot of uh, just a nice gesture when they do that. But then more importantly, it becomes good business when they give you a chance to kill it. And so big shout out to those companies. So let's let's dial in a little bit more on Growpacker then. So you showed me earlier the tonic portfolio and all those different brands and all or not brands, but all those different items. You know, we've got uh, low dose seltzers, higher dose. You've got looked like seven to eight flavors in some of those things for the lemonades looked like. I think four flavors or so for the seltzers each, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of SKUs, a lot of items. I would assume Growpacker has other things going on. 100%. Yeah, the Growpacker menu has grown, I would say, even just in the last month or two. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody like Too Short, you know, who brought in their new flower brand. Uh, they're actually one of our most popular brands right now. Um, you know, but, but we got, I mean, Napalm's Chocolate. We got... Uh, Flower Factories flower. We have uh, Wave Riders, amazing flower. We got some dope shake uh, pre-roll packages from Screaming Trumpets. Uh, you know, Grow Packer really does have, you know, quite a number of things uh, to kind of do just about. Wow. I think concentrates are about the only thing that we're not quite in the game yet. And that's been mainly because, you know, there's so many ways to mess up <laughs> doing concentrates that I, I'm mm. really glad that we're making sure that when we enter it, we're going to enter it, you know, uh, correctly. And I think some of the partnerships <laughs> now are going to do just that for us. It's, I mean, yeah, those, a lot of those items that you just named that you guys were doing for some of those items are good. They're decently priced. Um, they have good branding. Um, the too short thing is in a plastic jar. Probably wasn't your guys's idea, <laughs> but I would assume not. Uh, no. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of behind the scenes work there. I, I, yeah. You know, and Hey, I, I, it's, I could, I'm sorry. I, as soon as you said, that was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, damn, you're not I, the only I'm one. Hey, I, I'm not gonna, again, I didn't want to disrespect you by no, saying, no, no, Oh no, yeah, no. You, you, you had, I was going to be like, Oh yeah. Talk some shit. Like, Oh yeah. I assume you're the guy that made that choice. But like, 
assume you're I assume you advise them probably not to go plastic for rapper weed, but like it's for it to still be a top selling fucking item, man. That again, that's respect to the quality. I've talked to numerous bud tenders. I've been to uh God, I've been to 10 or 15 Stizzy stores that carry the two short stuff. There's mm-hmm. a lot of the biggest uh retail companies in the state have chosen to to buy these items that you guys are working with. And uh, you said Corova, uh, yeah, yeah. Napalm, yeah, those are yeah. those are in hundreds of stores, those yeah. brands, hundreds, plural, uh, and not just two, three hundred either. No, so it's, it's, we're, we're in the area as well. We're, we're, we're everywhere now and we're, we're working on other states. That's, Man, that's it's so that, a lot of that, that. That's so wonderful. So for you, uh, across your portfolio, do you, you're obviously a consumer. Uh, what are you smoking and dabbing from your own portfolio? Uh, today, like I said, you know, Sunday's a, a day for nice flowers. So I actually got the Italian ice from flower okay. factory. Uh, you, you know, I love it cause I'm not, a, I'm not a big prisoner of the percentage for me. It's, it's about the, the turfs, the taste, the experience and my yep. factory's got some bangers right now. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a big urban Zen fan. Urban Zen is our economic brand and that's our, our cheaper flower. Uh, but that's only because we keep it affordable, but it's, it's some of the best outdoor and, and mixed light stuff that I've been smoking on as well. What uh, makes that, what for you, what makes that good? I mean, it's not uh, you're not you're not chasing the hype of the prettiest, like best looking, most trichomy. Like it's not there. They're, we have a, a strain right now, man. Um, go, uh, orange wreck. Okay? OK, it's a cross between train wreck and uh, and uh, orange aid. And man, dude, it's some of the prettiest flower. It only tests at 19 percent. But it's some yeah. of the prettiest looking flower, bro. And it smells Herbie. so good. You know, and me and my, my boy Keith, we have a we have our, our you know, our uh, product review panel that we we have meetings with and i mean that's some of our favorite stuff to smoke you know and it's just it's unfortunate how much of the industry is dictated by the numbers uh, but it, it's cool to see you know true connoisseurs true periods especially going up to the bay and having people that like i said they're they're not so much dictated by those percentages they they want to see some other stuff as well meet their criteria yeah so I think the industry is, is driving in the right direction and you know people like grow packer they can help keep the cost of some of these cogs down to make sure that people can actually realize the full potential of some of these products you pointed out some of the, you know, some of the things that maybe there could have been a, another way of do, going about it with too short. We, we as Grow Packer definitely try to pick our battles, and uh, you know, for us, <laughs> at the end of the day, they were compliant, and even just getting there was a <laughs> was a struggle. So, hey, man, and that's and that's how it goes, man. When you guys, as someone who serves the, your clients and serves exactly. them, you know, it, it's picking the battles and understand that, like, ultimately, it's up to you know their their story, their business, their brand, what they want to do. You know, you can really only provide so much feedback, and it's you know save the energy and just let's all keep helping to win and let's sell through this and let's fix and go when we can later on, you know? Yes, sir. <laughs> Spoken like an industry man. <laughs> I mean, it's at this point you can spend so much time spinning your wheels and wasting time debating going back and forth or if someone can compromise and we can watch it. You watch the shit fail or succeed. It's easier just to be wrong and eat your pride than it is sometimes to double down and lose a couple million dollars on packaging or miss the time, miss timing. You know what I mean? I mean, Imagine right now going through that packaging debacle with what's going on on the coast with all the with all the ports. Not a fun situation to be in when you look at it from supply chain standpoints, right now. Absolutely, no, so, it's plastic not- or no plastic, weeds on the shelves, right? <laughs> there so, you go. There you go. Super dope. Now, for you guys, um, we've already want- talked about some of the two award-winning items. Could you talk to me about some of the other most popular items in the portfolio? Yeah, I would say right now, um, like I said, I mean, you know, who doesn't love good weed for cheap? You know, so right now, Urban Zen is popping off. I think we have about 11 strains of eighths on the menu. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and they're all ranging from Orange Reg being the lowest tester at 19% to Strawberry Cough testing at 35% THC, 40% wow. overall. Everything at $10, you know. So as a, as a dispensary, that's the kind of menu you like to pick and say, okay, I can, I can make some margins here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then, weed, high testers, low testers. There's a market for that orange wreck all the time because people love orange weed yes. all the time. Yes. Yes. So uh, that, that's our that's our flower game. Um, you know, even even like I said, our mid shelf game, we got the the more affordable mid shelf with Wave Rider, which I think mm-hmm. is a super dope brand. There are a bunch of surfers from up in Santa Barbara who are big on like ocean, you know, uh, uh, ocean cleanliness and ecosystem um, assisting. So they make all of their jars out of, you know, complete opposite of too short. They actually use all recyclable plastic, recycled plastic from the ocean. So, you know, it's one of the few uh, recyclable weed jars in the industry. So I, that, that's one of the cool things to just pitch about them. And their weed is fire, man. You know, it's it's uh, 
to me, to be honest, you know, because I'm, I'm pretty honest, and that's probably the reason people buy my buy my products. Um, it's a little small for what I would like to see in eighth material. But testing wise, look wise, freshness, I mean, some people actually like the smaller nugs because you get less them, you know. So for the right people, man, it's definitely got its market. You move up from there to too short, uh, you know, got the next price bracket and then you got your your tops uh, with with Flower Factory at the top right now. But I think we might actually be bringing on another another uh, high end player. So there we go. It's exciting, man. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about Flower Factory. I've I believe I've seen them, but I'm not exactly sure. Flower Factory is a is a dope brand. We've actually seen them at a number of blacklist events, as you pointed out. Uh, so they're I know they're kind of they're working their butts off and they're connected to the right people. And it's just a, a matter where the the great flower space, especially in a place like LA, is so saturated. There's so much good flower pumping through. Like you know, it, it's Croptober and there was never a drought this year. And you know, there's just there's just a, a never ending supply of good flower. And these guys, even though they're the type that go in and offer brand support and get butt tender samples and get people T-shirts and make sure that the store knows who they are uh, right now. We, you know, we're, they've come to us to kind of help them get to another level as far as the footprint with stores. And like I said, I mean, it starts with me consuming the product and believing in it. And once I consume the product and I believe in it, then it's, it becomes pretty easy to sell. Cause I just got to tell my homies about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Once you I, have the relations, once you got those relationships, it becomes easy when the quality and the product quality is actually there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. So now flower factory, I mean, you know, the packaging is dope. It's kind of simple, similar to the wonder bread packaging, you know, it comes in the mm -hmm. box like that. Dope little artwork on the inside, um, and you know you got your your good looking nugs, man. I don't know how my how good my camera's looking, but I mean, ooh, are you able to bust that open, or is that is that oh, closing seal? Oh no, this is all this is straight. There down. we go. Yeah, this is. I'm gonna show you the nug that I pinched from, but this guy right here, oh, on the computer. Here we go. There's there it is. See, very good, strong, dense bud structure there. I actually don't mind the stem because to me, I like to be able to grab that bottom of the stem. And nice. for the people that complain about the stems being a part of it, it literally contributes less than a point, uh, point like one of anything at any given moment to the I'm whole. I'm going to have you come talk to my buyers, bro. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got some people for you to meet. <laughs> and they're going to sit there and say consumer, customer, customer, customer. And then my counter to that is you do more text blasts and market better and sell better in store, have better educated customers that are telling, talking about other things and better at deflecting. Yeah. Over 95 to 99% of, uh, I'll, I'll go so far as to say 99% of the cannabis retailers I've ever been in, which is more than 500 of them at this, nah, I'll mm. go. I've been in over a hundred or so in Washington, probably 20 or 30 in Oregon, and then over over 300 or so in Cali, getting up close to a thousand. And, uh, <laughs> 99% of them don't have retail training. There's not retail staff working that would be able to last six months at Nordstrom or, Dude, like, it's a, or a grocery store. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's a factor, man. And honestly, those shops that do take the time to, to train their employees. I mean, I'll, I'll shout out somebody that I don't need. We don't even uh, they're not a brand that we carry, but I personally purchased their flower. And uh, I know that they are picking up tonic, but shout out traditional in L.A. I don't know if you're, you're you know, what I mean. I mean, these guys, I, I got to hand it to Rocky, their director of retail. He's one of those yeah. people that make sure that every single person wearing his shirt is, is you know, greeting you with a smile and making sure that you're getting the best experience that you can. Because just That makes a lot of sense. You know, absolutely. First, I went there on the grand opening and for it being as busy and crazy as it was, the experience that I got was actually part of the 1% that I felt wasn't included in my previous statement. Yep. But previously at the high season location uh, when they were there, it was horrible. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's, that's uh, common. <laughs> yeah, and then that's and that's generally my. Fee. I was a medically certified bud tender. Mm -hmm. I came from Microsoft level presentation training with crazy clearance for certain. You know, for you know, we had to get approved to be able to go present to some of the best people and answer questions and provide customer service. Um, I was been trained by some of the best retail people. Uh, currently mentored by someone who did uh, retail merchandising for Taco Bell and um, Dr. Pepper. Oh. It doesn't get much better than a lot yeah. of the training that I've had. So to put myself in the 1%, I'm not a button there anymore. And when I was, I wasn't that great, but we were medically certified. Right. I don't meet I, in California. I, I don't believe I've met a medically certified butt tender anywhere, mm -hmm. but in Washington, I can name, I think I can personally name five people that I know for a fact are. Interesting. So it's a I've never even heard that terminology. You know. So I mean? you uh, you can get uh, so for example, uh, 
in Washington state, the medical market still exists. And in California, it does still too. Mm-hmm. To, in Washington's market, if you want to serve that customer, you are required to have someone on staff that has a medical marijuana state certified uh, Department of Health and Social Services certified program approved MJ Marijuana Institute 20 hour program. Wow. So the store that I worked at, the entire bud tending staff and the managers all got certified. Damn. They paid for it. So we had in the entire state, we knew that that would immediately set us apart. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even again, that was 2016. It is 2021. I have yet to meet another store that's done that. I know, I know through word of mouth of another brand that has done that, mm-hmm. but I've not been there to experience it since I was told the to shift. But like you said in Cali, uh, with the exception of you know my experience with Rocky Store and a number of other ones, there's not a lot of effort that goes into maintaining the best customer experience, and that allows a lot of variation in product control. It allows a lot allows some misinformation to potentially be had, yep. like. For, for you guys, a lot of the a lot of the ingredients, people probably never read the packaging, right? And so I can imagine that PADs and your guys' bud tender education, how imperative that really is that you you actually take the time to you know talk through not only the, the selling points, but if anybody ever asks these questions, you can't tell them like, oh, it's vegan and gluten-free and it's not. You know no. what I mean? You're gonna get people sick and it reflects on my company too. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and I can say this is vegan and gluten-free distillate that we're using. <laughs> so shout out there. Uh, all uh, the ingredients, the whole product's vegan, gluten-free. And all uh, I don't believe the whole product is. I know that the emulsion is. So a lot of people ask about the emulsion, um, okay. but I, I need to double check on, I know our seltzers are, but uh, I don't yeah. think the rest of the product line is. Um, but I, I will touch on what you just pointed out because, you know, I know a lot of, a lot of brands go the easy route of hiring, you know, a, a good looking guy or girl to sit there with their brand shirt and kind of just, you know, pitch it in the store. Um, and that, that's kind of detrimental to it, you know, so, so shout out to trust tree because they're a, a really incredible brand support, uh, a company that has offered us their services. And they've been one of the people that has really helped educate the public and, you know, done the, the legwork in the shops to make sure that people are getting educated on tonic and, and finding out the things that are imperative to them having a good experience with it, you know, so, um, yeah. education, you know, people like you hosting podcasts like this, I mean, it, it's just, it's huge, you know, and it, it, it takes a while to kind of see the effects of it, but these, these are the things that kind of really allow things to move. So, so yeah, once again, man, really appreciate you. I appreciate you as well, man. I got a, I got a couple more questions before we get out of here. Sure. Uh, we're going to go revert back to a, t- a quick tonic point, And I might ask the same question to some of the other brands now that I know the portfolio a little better for Grow Packer. Uh, let's start off first though, with who would you say is the ideal tonic customer? Let's start uh, off with the shots. Yeah. The ideal tonic cost customer right now. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, we launched a fridge program. So after after trademarking the freeze drink weed every day, we just started putting it on everything, obviously. So now we got refrigerators with the phrase on it. And, you know, we, we offer basically people the Coca-Cola model where we go in, we give you the entire spread. And then we do a little bit of an analysis where we see, OK, what are your customers? What are your bud tenders? What is your demographic kind of leaning towards? And then we, we keep that fridge just just flowing with product, you know. So uh, the ideal tonic customer, bro, is anybody that wants to drink weed. You know, okay. so it, it, or, or find an alternative method to consuming weed. Um, I know I met a number of people last night at the events, uh, actually a, a USC wide receiver who, you know, he's really just trying to protect his lungs. He loves weed, but he's trying to protect his lungs. And I introduced him to tonics, sent him home with a bag full of samples. And I'm pretty sure that that's going to be a loyal customer for, for the rest of our lives. You know, so it's um, interesting that you said that, that <laughs> you were with a college athlete and they should go that route and that they're interested in protecting their body and preserving their health. Right. <laughs> and I say that it's interesting because I think we're noticing a shift as millennials and this new younger, I think they're called Gen Z or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> towards health preservation, whether it is mental health or whether it's physical health. But I definitely feel like we're seeing a shift towards people getting away from the smoking or the other different, you know, more harsher things out there. Now, obviously, flower is king and queen at this point. I was like, as I hit my bong. <laughs> flower is always going to be king and queen, in my opinion. And vaping is, you know, and edibles and things are always going to be up there as well, pre-rolls and stuff. But this this beverage space does allow for, like, you know, more of a, a, a health and wellness aspect to it. And I guess more of a mobile, like, free, you know, discretion. Like, I mean, you know, I could pour this in here right now and no one's going to think twice. It's just going to be 
purple water. You can and, fly with it. You know what I mean? That, that tonic yeah. drink, it's under the limit where you can fly with it. Uh, I thought WeedCon was very eye-opening for us because even at WeedCon, you know, which is like a cannabis event, there was a smoking section. But people were drinking the cannabis beverages all throughout the whole event, you know. So just adding to that social factor where it's not so like secluded, you know, it's, it's not so restrictive. restrictive. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's just, it's a little bit more. I, I think it's it's only on the up and up. And everybody that I keep talking to, everybody's like beverages are growing, beverages are growing, you know. And this is kind of where we want it to be. Where now it's now people are paying attention, and now we have the portfolio, we have a bit of a footprint, you know, we have some customer traction. So yeah, not, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. And then, and then for Urban Zen, who's the ideal customer or retailer for Urban Zen? I mean, whoever's trying to get a banger on a budget, you know, uh, what I love about Urban Zen is that it's a jarred eighth. So a lot of people keep, you know, even nicer weed in Mylar, um, which I think is kind of, you know, is a, is a rough way to treat some nice flour, you know. So yeah. uh, for it being a budget eighth, uh, a $10 wholesale eighth, for, and for it to still be in a jar, um, I can't, I have a jar here. Let me grab one real quick. Yeah. Great time for everybody to like, follow, and subscribe to Respect My Region. Go tap in and search for Grow Packer. Um, Google search it. Search them on Instagram. Search them on LinkedIn. Um, definitely look up Mario Ramirez. Uh, I believe you're – I think we're definitely connected on LinkedIn, I believe. Um, yeah. all, all the different places, everybody. And, and, again, Mario, real quick while I got you, again, appreciate you for being here today and sharing so much information. Beverages are on the rise. They're not talked about as enough. If you work in the cannabis industry, it might seem like it's happening enough, but we've got to break the barriers and bridge the gap. These kinds of podcasts are for the people, the customers, the music fans, concert goers, rappers, DJs, artists, entrepreneurs. So thank you again, man. Appreciate you, man. Definitely. So yeah, Urban Zen. Urban Zen. What do we got? Bam. Just your clean cut glass eighth. Uh, this Love right it. here is a sample of the GG4. Yep. Um, that's testing at 26%. So hitter. Know, it's, That's it's a smart. That's a hitter. Yeah, it's a not so you said that's 100% outdoor. That's not mixed light, no greenhouse. This is 100% outdoor. It's 100% full spectrum hand picked outdoor, you know. So, I mean, I do not mind this flower one bit, bro. And I wish you were here to smell it yourself because I soon is that I your personal sample. Yes, can you yeah. can you go ahead? I love doing this on my reviews. Can you give me can you put that up there to the, to the mic on your laptop and then get a good healthy snap? Yeah, you guys see that? That right? See, this is those are certain. There's just certain things that these are the details. These are the these are the attention to detail things. When you put it in a jar, the weed doesn't get heated up and baked the same way it is in a mylar. So whether your house's AC is working or not, or whether it's in a distro van or at a dispensary and transpo and all these different shits, the glass jar ultimately protects it better than the mylar. And induction seal. And the seal. I saw the little fresh, fresh seal. Where's that at? Yeah. Yep, the white seal. I heard you call that. Oh, here you go. Those kinds of attention to details are incredibly important, everybody, because that's why your weed sounds and snaps fresh. That's how it retains better moisture. And it, again, doesn't dry out. So you don't need, no disrespect to Boveda and Enteropax, you don't need that stuff unless you have a situation that kind of calls for that kind of stuff. So if you yeah. start with the right habits, you don't need those kinds of things. I, I appreciate you highlighting that because you got to consider the urban Zen flower is being stored right next to flower factors flower. So, you know, it's, it's all going through the same type of procedures to the same yeah. type of responsible storage. So we ensure that freshness until retail point. So what's that gorilla glue smell like for you? Oh man, this one kind of oaky, kind of woody, a little bit, uh, Yeah, bro, it's, it's a it's a fresh wood smell, like woods after it rains. You know what I mean? Interesting. So it's got the, so it's got that foresty wood yeah. tree. So it's got. But I when I when people describe wood to me, uh, I describe I equate woodiness to humulene, linalool, spicy, like you know that peppery spicy yeah. wood woodiness. Mm -hmm. And then Gorilla Glue obviously has that. You know, you're talking pinene and limonene for right. that fresh scent of forest. Yeah, uh, I come from the evergreen state, so I know what fresh forest. Yeah, I was like, you kill it with the with the turf game, bro. Damn, I know the fresh forest. <laughs> man. I love so, that. So, so for that's to me, that sounds like a traditional Gorilla Glue, uh, super dope. And then I saw you right there. You got the uh, the tonic beverages. You said a weed is really for everybody. The lemonades. I'm a. I drink. I don't. I'm trying to cut out soda. So and I also. Uh, I feel like bubbles dehydrate me, and I'm already dehydrated. So I. I'm a lemonade drinker most of the time these days. 
the green teas and the black teas, man. I, I didn't expect them to pop off the way they have, but people mm-hmm. apparently know about some wellness benefits with them that I didn't even know about. And the green okay. teas in particular, man, they're they're really good, you know. So I had. I do I do enjoy a good sweet, you know, a green tea, and I, I I also enjoy mixing that with other things. So I'll have to try those ones out. Yeah. Uh, uh, we just went through Urban's, and you guys have Flower Factory, right? Mm-hmm. Who would you say is the ideal customer for that one? That's more of a higher end indoor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Flower factory is you got to be willing to, you know, to basically you're looking for something really nice. And what I like about flower factory and, you know, not to, I mean, at the hall of flowers, I got a bunch of samples, man. And, and I'll, I'll be honest that some of the bigger players that I was expecting some incredible flower from they're selling it at those you know, prices because they got that big player's name on it and not because the flower in there is to me, anything special. You know, so what I appreciate about Fire Factory is they know that they don't have that that big brand recognition. So they have to put something special in every jar. You know, I see so you're still getting something that's like, OK, yeah, I, I pay top dollar for something. Whereas, you know, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to bet. Is that a trademark statement for them? Something special in every jar? Uh, man, I might have to I might have to charge him for that. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's where these podcasts develop. Great ideas. Another RMR exclusive. There we go. Um, all right. So the last the last couple questions I have for you, brother, is I'd love to learn a little bit about more you personally, kind of your background. Obviously, we just went through, you know, what you do for the company and all the different products. But, you know, talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, who you are, what you've done in cannabis and kind of where you see yourself going and or the industry. going. Uh, man, you know, to just kind of give you a, a kind of a summary of it, I'm, I'm relatively new to the, you know, to the to the now formal cannabis industry. Um, Mm -hmm. I've always been, you know, a consumer. I've always, you know, been around friends who, you know, have have had weight. um, And it just seemed kind of a proximity thing to me. Um, But I never saw myself really being in the industry. I actually have a brother who's been in the industry for a a couple of years now, at least three or four years. So uh, he's up in the Bay Area and he's, he's been all about it. So the the whole taboo, my family, you know, not really being about it, that that kind of went out the window then. Um, but for me, I'm actually a musician, bro. I'm actually a pianist. I was playing for the for the San Diego Opera, uh, doing music outreach. And um, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, classically trained, so you know, slightly different from uh, uh, a lot of the stuff that I listen to nowadays. Um, Did you do you know our uh, our respect my region uh, uh, associate down there in San Diego, Jason? Jay, what's his last name? Windu. Uh, uh, I don't know his last name. He goes by Jace Windu, though. But if you don't know anybody named Jason on our team yet, I got to introduce you, bro. I, I feel a, like I know I've seen that name on my Instagram, so I, I know he's, he's a singer. Though he does opera singing. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like a he's oh. like a vocal coach teacher. He comes he he was up here, went down there. Dude, I gotta connect you guys, man. That's you guys are gonna be doing your thing. I can't wait. No, yeah. As as a pianist, I, I've worked with a number of singers out here, so it's it's been that's what's cool about about the cannabis industry for me, man, because it's really it's the business of people. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. I've been in that business for a long time. You know, so even though I'm kind of new to this game. Um, it's really a lot of the same rules. It's really just, you know, treating people the way you want to be treated in a lot of ways. And I mean, I, I as a consumer, I wouldn't want to be sold some bullshit, you know, so it's kind of like it's that simple. It's, I, I'm not going to do that to anyone else. So um, it, it's allowed me to have some success in what I'm doing. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of guys like me at Grow Packer that, uh, you know, I think we're all a lot of them don't even consume the way I do, you know, but they understand cannabis. They kind of understand this culture. They, they understand their role in it and they're absolutely killing it, you know? So I'm, I'm happy every day that I get to work with them. And uh, no, man, this is, this is something that's only going to grow. And um, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it. I'll see what role I'll I'll continue to fill. Hopefully grow Packer continues to to be a player for a long time. But, um, but right now, man, I'm just kind of enjoying it going day by day. I love it. I love it. And I appreciate the, you know, a lot of people talk authenticity, but we particularly try to work with either the brands that are really in the community or, you know, products again, that, that hit, hit the quality standard we really are going for. Um, and, and a lot of the things that you are saying throughout this whole episode really resonate with me because you're not afraid to have to tell the people how it is. It's almost like break, break. To me, it's like a natural way to think like, yeah, if I just tell them what's up, like, they're just like, all right, uh huh, and then they just keep going about. They, that's like one small thing of the day. It's really not yeah. that big of a deal. But if we tell them, if they find out about it later on, and it's yeah. all that other shit, then yeah, it's a much bigger situation. Absolutely. And so there's just a couple, a lot of a lot of the key things you said. A lot of really great game, man. I, I appreciate you being here so much. Um, and is there anything else before we get on here? Before we get on out of here, that you feel that people should know about Grow Packer? 
Tonic, Flower Factory, Urban Zen, or any of the other brands that you guys are working with or the products that you guys have? Uh, I would, I would say, man, if, if it's, you know, that sort of opportunity, come see us, you know, come, come see us. Desert Hot Springs is a little out of the way, but fortunately, Hall of Flowers is in Palm Springs at the end of the year. Um, we're, we're planning on, on hosting some people that, you know, would love to, to check out our facility. There's a lot going on under one roof. And chances are, if we can't help you, we know someone that does. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of, you know, that's kind of been our, our, our forte is just is being that middleman and, and connecting people and facilitating relationships. So. You know, if you're curious, if you have an idea, if you have a, a project, if you have a challenge, come come see us. We, we might have some some solutions for you. Hell yeah. Well, Mario, I very much, again, appreciate you being on the show today. Everybody, thank you for hanging out with us. This was episode 34 of the North American Weed Tour podcast presented by Respect My Region. I am Joey J. Ping. This is Mario from Grow Packer. Uh, today, he talked a little bit about Tonic, Flower Factory. We went through some Urban Zen products. Uh, we discussed lemonades and all kinds of seltzers. There's so many different things. And Mario, I, again, thank you so much. Everybody, you guys got to like, follow, and subscribe. Please yeah. go check out Grow Packer. Uh, Google search them. Again, search them for them on Instagram. Mario, what is the social handle for them? Uh, Grow Packer is just Grow Packer Inc., I believe. Yep. And uh, Tonic uh, is, is our biggest social media page right now, and that's at Drink Tonic. Drink tonic. Easy, easy, easy. Dope. Well, again, thank you, everybody. Mario, I'm going to go ahead and stream. I'll see everybody on the next episode 35 coming uh, either tomorrow or the next day. So be sure to tune back in. Thank you all and have a great rest of the week.